If you had been one of Jesus' followers, what would have been going through your mind that first Easter Sunday afternoon or evening? I mean, you would have seen him crucified on Friday and buried. You'd have spent Saturday in deep grief and mourning. And then on Sunday, you would have heard rumors of and wild stories of people saying that he had come back to life, he'd been resurrected. How would you feel? What would be going through your mind? Confusion? Anxiety? (laughs) I mean, can you imagine what that would have been like even? Well, two of Jesus' followers actually had that experience as they were walking from Jerusalem to a town called Emmaus when someone came up and started walking with them and then telling them why all of the things that happened had to happen. When they invited him to dinner and he broke the bread at the beginning of the, of the meal, they suddenly recognized just who this person was and why he had all the answers. It was Jesus himself. That's what this episode is all about. This is Where's God? Finding Him in the Small Stuff. And I'm your host, Greg McCollum. I'm going to tell you a story. A story that will inspire you and help you move closer to God through the small stuff in your life. A story to give you a glimpse of God that will surprise you with its simplicity, and amaze you with its message. We call it the Emmaus Road. Back in Jesus' day, though, it probably didn't have an official name at all. It was just the road that ran from Jerusalem to the town of Emmaus. It was seven miles of nothing special. That is, until two of Jesus' followers walked along that road together on the first Easter Sunday. Thanks to them and to the Gospel of Luke, the Emmaus Road has become a parable of encouragement. Luke described it this way in his gospel. He said, Now that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. They were talking with each other about everything that had happened. As they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus himself came up and walked along with them, but they were kept from recognizing him. So what was the everything that had happened that they were discussing? Well, Jesus had been crucified. He was dead and buried. There were lots of witnesses. Now some of his disciples were making wild claims, saying that Jesus had come back to life, that he had been resurrected. The tomb was empty, they said. He was gone. When the first reports of his resurrection miracle had come from a handful of women who had gone to the tomb early that morning, everyone just dismissed it. 
After all, it was nothing more than the hysterical report of women who were obviously overcome with grief. But later, Peter had also gone to the tomb and found it empty. Left behind were the linen strips that had been so carefully applied to Jesus' forehead, covering the wounds of that awful crown of thorns. But his body, put in that same spot by Nicodemus and Joseph of Arimathea, was nowhere to be found. Soon as they walked along it that afternoon, a better name for that Emmaus Road might have been Confusion Road, or Payne Avenue, or Lost Lane, or Anxiety Alley. Jesus had died? But they had expected him to be the Jewish Messiah, that he would deliver them from the rule of Rome and establish a new kingdom that would never end, right then and there. But he died instead. Jesus had risen They knew the Old Testament stories of people who had gone to heaven without dying first. Enoch was taken away by God, and Elijah rode to heaven on a chariot of fire. There was even the testimony of a young boy who was brought back to life through the prayers of Elijah. But rising from the dead without at least the prayer of a prophet, it had never been done before. What were they to think? What were they to do? How could it end like this? Or had it ended at all? So step by step they walked, the seven miles between Jerusalem and Emmaus seeming like 70 due to their heavy hearts, when suddenly someone they did not recognize walked up and joined them. As he came alongside, he turned and asked, What are you discussing together? Astonished to hear that he was unaware of all that had happened, they poured out their story through broken hearts, wounded spirits, and confused minds. Jesus listened quietly. Then he gave them a Bible lesson. By the time they reached Emmaus, Jesus had revealed the Old Testament prophecies, which explained everything. How they loved his teaching— They invited him to dinner, still not knowing who he really was. As the three of them sat down together, Jesus took a loaf of bread, gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to them. Instantly, they saw him for who he was, Jesus. Then, miraculously, he disappeared. Luke goes on with the story. He writes, They got up and returned at once to Jerusalem. There they found the eleven and those with them assembled together and saying, It is true, the Lord has risen and has appeared to Simon, to Peter. Then the two from the Emmaus Road told what had happened on the way to them and how Jesus was recognized by them when he broke the bread. You know what? The confusion was gone. The pain was past. The anxiety was history. Instead, all they felt was pure joy. The joy of an empty grave, the joy of resurrection, the joy of truth. And something else, I think, the joy of knowing that as they looked back on it, even as they were walking along that Emmaus road in their darkest moments, Jesus was, Jesus was walking with them. He was walking with them, even though they did not know it at the time. 
Let me ask you, what is the name of the road you are walking down today? Is it your own Emmaus road of doubt and despair? Does it seem like you've been walking down that road for a really long time? Be patient. Keep going. Jesus will get you off the Emmaus Road when he has finished teaching you the lesson he wants you to learn. Until then, remember, he is there, walking with you every step of the way, even when you don't know it, even when you don't recognize him. The joy of resurrection and new life is coming your way as a believer. I promise. This concludes today's episode of Where's God Finding Him in the Small Stuff? Did you know when Jesus was preaching and teaching, he never used words like justification, sanctification, glorification. He never used words like those to describe himself, God, God's Word, salvation, heaven, or eternity. Instead, when Jesus talked about theological concepts, he talked about the small stuff of life. We call them parables today. He did that because his listeners could understand the small stuff. They were living the small stuff every day. It was through the small stuff that Jesus helped people move closer to God. There are going to be no intimidating, scary, or overwhelming theological words as part of this podcast. You'll just encounter things like cups of coffee, home repair, signs on the side of the road, roller coasters, and french fries, all revealing something unique about God, who meets you in real life ways every day. 